Welcome to the Side Hustle to Full-Time Web Designer Podcast. I'm your host, Keegan Lanier. I'm a corporate professional by day and side hustling web designer by night. I'm inviting you to come alongside me as I take my web design side hustle full-time. I share the highs, lows, lessons learned, resources, and strategies I learned to help you do the same. Together, we'll go from side hustle to full-time web designer. What's up, everybody? It's Keegan, back here with another episode of the Side Hustle to Full-Time Web Designer podcast here on YouTube as well. If you're watching, um, enjoy. You got the video, you get to see my face. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing behind me, uh, there is a mess in my place, and that's because I'm moving. I'm buying a house. Uh, We're in the process. We'll be closing in just a, uh, a week or two. So life is a little bit in chaos. So not only do I have a full-time job and a side hustle, and I've been traveling a lot, uh, I'm moving to buying a house. So there's a whole lot going on in life right now, and I wouldn't have it any other way. It's actually pretty fun. But today in this episode, I want to talk about finances because obviously I'm going through this whole house purchasing process and finances have become a really, it's become top of mind, right? It's at the very front of everything I'm doing at the moment. Do I have enough money? What's the down payment going to look like? Where am I pulling this money from? Do I have savings here? What am I doing? Like all of the things, right? And so finances are really important. And it got me thinking a little bit more about the business, about a business of my side hustle and how that is structured. And uh, more importantly, how I'm managing those expenses. So I wanted to run through a couple of things specifically in hosting that I'm doing to save a crap ton of money. So those of you who've been around, if you listen to the podcast for a while, you know that I love Flywheel. I have loved Flywheel for a very long time. Um, there are some changes that are happening. And I've mentioned it a couple of times here as well, but Flywheel, I was hosting, or I, I rather not hosting 50 sites, but I had a plan that could handle up to 50 websites, right? And you pay, the way, the way Flywheel works is that you buy them in groups, of websites. So you can purchase an individual, you can purchase purchase in bulk if you go to the agency plan. Um, and I think they go up to 30 and then you continue to add in in bulk um, as that goes up. So I'd gotten up to 50 websites and I was paying $350 per month. So I'm pulling out my old calculator right now. If you do the math, 350 divided by 50, it's $7 per website. Not that bad, right? Not that bad. That's if you're filling that entire server up, right? So if you get to 50, then you've maximized it at $7. But as you build up, you're going to start high on the cost per website. Because if you only have 20 websites on that $350 plan, it means you're paying $17.50 per website. And then each site you add on, you decrease the cost per website. I don't really like that model. Um, It's not the best, most efficient way to do things. And... I started researching options. I started looking for ways to um, make it so that that fixed or that amount per website is more fixed. And the the method I found isn't necessarily that way, but it does give a much better entry level price per website. So what I've done again, mention keep in mind three hundred and fifty dollars per month for hosting. That's like oh, I mean that's a ton of money per year. We're talking forty two hundred dollars per year, that adds up, right? It's a big part of expenses. And if you're wanting to 
you know, you're wanting to grow and scale your business, that's the first place you can get lean. Let's say you make you you do seventy five thousand dollars in top line revenue per year, and we said three hundred and fifty dollars per month is forty two hundred per year, and we do seventy five thousand in top line revenue. That means over five percent, over five and a half percent of your expenses, right, are just are five and a half percent cost on just hosting. That's a lot of money that adds up. So what I found is Spin Up WP, and I've got DigitalOcean servers running inside of Spin Up WP. I've connected the two, which is incredibly simple. Uh, I've got those two linked. I've got three servers running right now. Two of them are production servers, and one of them is a staging server. And currently, all of my websites are on that, and they're it's sixty dollars per month, and then I pay an extra ten dollars per month. For email delivery, which is really inexpensive. And I do that through uh, Postmark, which I'm loving. It's insanely fast and really easy to set up. So it got me, you know, really into this mindset of where else can I save? And I use Basecamp and Basecamp is not cheap. I pay for the year. It's a thousand dollars per year. And I like Basecamp and they're adding a lot. They've been doing a lot of development to it. But what it isn't, is an all-in-one business solution, right? There's no invoicing. It's really just project management and it's really, really expensive for project management. I'm not a big agency. I don't necessarily need everything that Basecamp offers. Like, um, I just don't, right? I don't, I don't need it. So someone brought this to my attention and I found a great platform on um, AppSumo. They're not there currently, but it's still a really affordable thing and it's called SweetDash. And SweetDash gives you the ability to build, you know, like PDF style presentations or proposals, really, really cool um, proposals that are customizable with your, your client's information. So any dynamic content you have specific to, the con- uh, to your customer, your client, can be just auto-populated into these into these proposals. So for web design, we do a lot of things very repetitive. And this program will allow me to do really, really great stuff, take 17 hats and most of Basecamp and kind of consolidate that down into one platform. And I may use a different tool when it comes to like uh, project management, but it's not going to be anything as fancy as as what Basecamp has, because I really just don't need it. I can use a free option, like I could use a Trello board to do my content creation calendar or Asana or even Notion and do those kind of things. And it'd be completely easy and very easy, um, very easy to maintain and very easy to grow. So I'm just going through this process really. And I wanted to share my thoughts. I really didn't outline a whole lot of what I wanted to talk about, but I do just like to keep these conversations and these podcasts extremely, extremely raw. I'm thinking about finances as top of mind. And I wanted to share those things that are staying really at the forefront of what I'm thinking about, the things that are costing me a ton of money in the business. So whenever you're planning your your business and your planning your systems be very very thoughtful and strategic about what you need and really as a web designer you don't need to get attracted by the nice new flashy popular platform that's what happened with basecamp i was attracted to it because <clears throat> there are other people out there who i know and respect who use basecamp and basecamp is fantastic but it's totally not uh, something that I need. It's a great, nice to have thing, but it isn't a, nece- a necessity. Um, same thing with Flywheel. I was attracted to Flywheel because of its simplicity, which 
coming from like, I used A2 and SiteGround and a few others. And those are all really complicated because they use cPanel and it was just complicated. So I was looking for something very easy and I came across Flywheel, fell in love with the culture, fell in love with the support, fell in love with the platform and the user interface and used them for a very, very, very long time. And it served me well, but scaling got really expensive. And so I was starting to look for another option that was equally as easy as Flywheel, but cost less and gave more flexibility while not being overly complicated. And that's where Spin Up WP came in. To be able to connect with DigitalOcean servers, spin them up in just a matter of seconds, decide what resources you want, be able to go into DigitalOcean's back end and increase the resources if you need to put more websites on your server or you need resources for the websites on that server. It's really easy. And it comes in at a fraction of the cost, right? So to be able to put 50 websites on Flywheel servers at $350 a month or to go and take, you know, 50 websites at $60 a month, where it's less than a dollar per website per month, that's kind of a no-brainer, right? So if I take the, the $60 per month and multiply that out over the year, it's $720. So we were $420, I mean, $4,200 with Flywheel minus $720 with SpinUp. That's an extra $3,480 in my pocket every year, just in the difference, offering the same thing that was offered before and just changing the way it's set up. So rather than Flywheel doing the backups every night and Flywheel hosting the servers, I've got Spin Up WP as my dashboard with all the, um, all the websites running through DigitalOcean servers, and then all my backups are being done through Manage WP. That makes it insanely easy. And I'm probably going to add a little bit of cost and do uh, droplet. That's what they call the servers inside of DigitalOcean. May do droplet backups so that I can verify those servers are backed up as well. I actually am going to do that. And that'll add a little bit of cost, but it won't be a ton. So if every website, we'll do the math again, right? If every website, instead of costing me 80 cents, costs $1.50, and I've got 50 websites, that's... $75 per month, right? $75 per month times 12 comes out to, if I can do the math here, $75 times 12 is $900 per year. So 4,200 on flywheel minus 900 with this new setup is gonna be at over $3,000, so $3,300 coming back to me in just gains, right? Profit that was being ate up by something else. And I, I wanna bring all this together and the reason I even talk about all this and reason I wanted to get in front of you here on the camera and drop this for you is that if you're not looking at your business, if you're not really looking at your business and seeing places that you're, that you're too bloated, you need to get lean, and you're not looking at ways to reduce some of those costs while still keeping the level of service, you're doing yourself a massive disservice. You're leaving money on the table that you could be taking as profit or using it to reinvest in your business, to grow and to get more resources, to get more products, more tools, more whatever, build your team, all of those things. That's where analyzing your business 
checking it out, seeing where you can get better is such an important thing that you should do periodically. Every six months to a year, you should be looking at these things. Now, I do say this, and I want to give you a big old <laughs> word of warning. Don't chase the new shiny system, right? You need to really do your due diligence and make sure that it's a smart call, make sure it's going to benefit your business. And if you do that, be very strategic in how you move and do your research into what it's going to take, which hurdles you're going to run into, which obstacles you're going to have to jump over, and what benefits are going to come from it. Make that decision, but do your research. Don't just blindly jump into that and, and hope for the best, because a lot of times you're going to end up with a ton of headache. But if done right, this can be a great, great way to increase your profit without changing a thing. So that's what I got. That's what's on my head. That's what I wanted to put out for you this week. As always, I appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening. I hope that you're moving step by step, one foot in front of the other, getting you closer to becoming that full-time web designer because that's what I'm doing every single day, learning, getting stronger, getting better, and sharing that journey with you. So if you have any questions, you need something from me, if there's anything I can help you with, reach out, go to keyonear.com, connect with me, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle to Full-Time Web Designer Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Also, visit keganlanier.com to stay in touch.